0: Hello and welcome to Blizzard Watch the podcast where we watch Blizzard games. Uh, I'm Matt I'm the host this week and pretty much every week except for when I'm not here, which happens sometimes. For instance this week somebody isn't here so instead of that person we have Mitch. Hello Mitch, say hi to everybody. Hello, Mitch is filling in for Alex, who is usually here and uh, also this week is Anne who is almost always here. I don't I think you've missed one show.
1: I've missed a couple.
0: And
2: we hold yeah. that against you.
1: Um, I try yeah. not to miss them, like, because apparently you guys can't function if I'm not here. So
2: <laughs> I don't kind know of if we function when you are here. here. That's
1: when we just don't do a show when I don't show up because I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm here <laughs> I'm here today. Alex uh, is not here. Mitch 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 has eaten Alex. He will be see, playing the part also, of Alex today. No. There is no way Mitch could eat Alex.
0: <sighs> Let's look at the it, emails. Mitch couldn't even, f- Mitch would, like, fit, if Alex decided to pick Mitch up, like, a tiny baby, he could easily fit No, Mitch actually, they're dog. pretty
1: close to the same height. I mean, a I went on a road trip size. with the two of them. I'm, like, 5'8". Yeah. They're, they're, they're well, okay. I Mitch think is Alex five is a little taller Alex than you. Alex is 6'4". Yeah. But, yeah. They're both in relation to me because I'm like 5'3". <laughs> They're both tall. <laughs> I, gotta, I was going to say, I think you maybe, just, just maybe
0: you're skewing it a little. I have to look up at both of them. So.
2: <laughs> you're both tall people.
0: You're on the same height. I'm 5'8". I'm 6'4". I don't height. know. It's all relative from down here. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, this week in, in Blizzard Things, uh, first up, I think we're just going to talk about it right off the bat. Uh Nighthold is dropping today in fact, by now, if you're listening to this like on during the live recording, then Nighthold is out, and yeah. if you're listening to it tomorrow, then Nighthold is out uh there's all sorts of interesting stuff with that um you can now upgrade your legendary to nine forty and if yes. you get a new legendary now it will be nine forty yes um so there's that to keep in mind there's <clears throat> Basically, there's new quests that basically send you in world quests that send you into the Nighthold as well. Yes. Uh, rather than just you know, the, the, I think that's kind of interesting. And if you do the uh, the, the time walking, which I believe is um, isn't it uh, Wrath the Lich King this week? Yep. Uh, if you do that, you get Nighthold gear. Um, it's actually Nighthold. It's a Nighthold chest instead of the chest it was before. So that's
1: that's interesting. Wait, too. really? Because this is news to me. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. See, I uh, never do time walking, but now I'm kind of like tempted to go do it because I don't usually do the raids. Oh, yeah, there na- we go. Okay. Nowadays okay. I don't do the raids unless it's like LFR, mm-hmm. and LFR comes out next week. It comes out the 24th of January. Um, right now, night hold normal and heroic are open. Yeah, mythic,
0: and we'll mythic, in the first one of LFR,
2: and then the yeah,
1: and then LFR releases. It's like once a week. Up no, through, it's every two. Is every two. it every two? Yeah, it's every two weeks. Ah, why are they doing some, that? Some
2: of them I they do know. like like the sometimes it's the first one and then the second one a week later and then it's two weeks. But yeah, I, yeah,
1: I don't know why they're doing it every two weeks. It's kind of ridiculous. Like, what's yeah. the point of that? Uh, there's also like I I don't I haven't actually been doing this and people are constantly
0: surprised, but the the quests to get the the Falcosaur mount. Uh huh. You have to one of the I think you have to kill the first boss in Nighthold to, to get to progress in the quest. There's a part of the question that takes you there to kill that guy. I don't know why, but... I, I haven't okay.
1: even
2: started that stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't even know how to start that stuff. I just noticed that there's world quests around that, like, I have to go cull some falcosaurs, and I think that that's not the same thing. Well, they send you Because to... instead of nurturing one, I'm just killing all of them. There's there's usually a baby
0: one in an area that you have to have the right thing to give them to get it to follow you, and then... Oh. It's kind of similar to... This. Remember the little baby dinosaur you get in Zilgarub. It yeah, okay. it's
2: also, sort of like the horde mount too—the raptor and angoro, right? I don't the ravasaur
1: yeah. Yeah. I
0: don't know the ravasaur mount stuff, so I can't answer that question. That's kind of cool. but okay. it's, it's
1: like that, and then I don't know what happens because. I so, so there's another section of it that takes you into nighthold.
2: Yeah, yeah, you get. I mean, there's different falcosaur mounts too, so it's not like nobody has the falcosaur. It's just that one of the variations apparently needs nighthold.
0: Yeah,
1: one okay. of them, the, the crimson one, I believe, but I'm not 100 percent on that. Anyway, but, so if you were waiting for LFR, you're gonna have to wait another week for that to even start. But if you want to hit normal or heroic, they're both open right now, so that's cool. Uh, it, it, I don't. I raid semi casually, but one of my my raid might do it
0: tonight, and so if I do, I'll, I'll say something about it. Some I
1: believe more. I believe the weekly boss this week is Triliax and I want to say. Oh, no, it's Humongous. Is it hum? No, Humongous is the one that's like out hum- on the island.
2: Humongous. I'm humongous. talking
1: about the weekly raid boss. Yeah, I did. In uh,
2: nighthold. Raid, no, weekly. Yeah, weekly raid boss oh. in nighthold is Etten. Your foot in the door, Torm the brute. Yeah, that's
0: oh, right. Oh, okay, all right. And then the the. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the weekly world boss. I'm like that guy is. That humongous. No, the
1: world boss is like humongous or whatever. That's humongous, out by yeah. Bradenbrook on yeah, the island off the coast. At yeah, the gloaming, he was he was a pain in the butt. Was he? Oh, <laughs> yeah, he has this know. weird
2: water thing that everyone. Yeah, I know. know. Deal
1: with i showed up and everybody just kind of got together and beat the snot out of him this was, was first th- thing this morning though so
2: yeah, he was on the
0: island he wasn't in the water or even near it like when we fought him like he was just up on the island yeah he yeah and he just kept dropping like those ice things everywhere. It was yeah. not fun for me as a melee. I was constantly having to run out of No,
1: I mean, I I was playing my rogue and I did not have fun with the whole ice thing. But at the same time, like none of the tanks that were tanking him kept him in one spot for too long. They kept him moving pretty good. So yeah, we managed I to get him down pretty he, easy.
2: I don't think when I did it, I don't think there was a tank.
1: <laughs> His Uh-oh. continuous switching of targets indicated to me that he
0: was just killing people. And
2: See, we that, had, that sounds more like a... I want to say we
1: boss. had like two druids there there was a paladin that was tanking for a little while there was a death knight um i'm not sure oh. if there were any warriors tanking
2: people in chat are saying um the mob you're talking about is right before trillax the third boss yes so it's it's kind of like ice crown citadel if anyone remembers how they would have random quests or, pop up every now and then right thunder,
1: yeah Throne of thunder to the or tail. Throne
2: of thunder yeah right and both so.
1: both the world boss and the mob in the raid they give you a thousand resources yeah. If I remember correctly from when I was looking at it this morning, they both give you a thousand order hall resources, which is handy, I guess, if you're still collecting those. I am, so. I'm not, I'm not those because... for when they
2: inevitably put in some sort of order yeah. resource sink at the end of the expansion.
0: Exactly. Well, right, right now for me, since I have my my follower, right, who's Thorim, has the things that give you like 125 order resource. I get like 225 order resources every time I do a world quest. So oh, so you quickly.
1: take a guy with you, don't you? Oh yeah, because he. No, I, I even think use I'm him after weird. I think I'm weird. You got. I mean, like besides from the obvious ways in which yes, I am weird. I and I did this in Warlords too. The followers that you can take with you out in the world, I never use them. I don't I, like having them around. They get I in the way. Them. Yeah, so that's
0: why the ones I use are always cooldowns instead of guys who are always yeah, there. Yeah, see, and
1: I can't be bothered with the cooldown. I'll just go solo stuff. I don't care. Uh,
2: see, the yeah. the reason I have a combat ally in uh, Legion, there we go,
1: uh-huh.
2: um, is because I have him equipped with like a plus 50 and a plus 25 ordered resources for World Quest thing. Right. So essentially 75 resources every World Quest. And-, and I mean,
1: okay, I can see that and I can see where that would be handy. I just, I, I just... Don't like having a follower out and about with me, or even if it's just a cooldown, it's like, oh, it's another cooldown to keep track of. Well, I don't care.
2: Rogue, it can really mess with stealth. I mean, they sort of yeah. have it working sometimes, but it's really annoying. Like, even for me, I'll try to um do the Night Elf thing. Uh, what is it called? Where you can essentially vanish. I'm right in the name
0: Shadow, Shadow Melt.
2: Melt. Yeah. Um, because I must want my so, elf warrior users. So, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'll shadow mailed right as my guardian is like, let the light fall, flow through you. And I'm like, no, go away. And then they aggro <laughs> on to him, and then they aggro <laughs> on to me.
1: No, and- I do have to say with my druid, like, I mean, my druid, I took people out with me. Mostly I took Brawl out with me, Brawl Bear Mantle, because it's Brawl. Um, and every time I went kitty and went stealth, he'd go stealth with me. Yeah. So so like the mechanic was there and and it worked fine for, uh, as far as that was concerned. It's just I don't know. It's it's the same thing that annoys me about playing my hunter. The Stuff the extra dudes, the extra dudes always get in the way when yeah. I'm trying to loot or if I'm trying to like it doesn't matter what I'm trying to do, they always get in the way. It's it's like they're programmed to stand on the one thing that I want to be clicking on at all times. See, so for me,
0: <laughs> I, I like using Thorin for two reasons. One is the resource thing, like I just said. And the other is, because he's a cooldown, and I only I summon him, he buffs me, and then does a lot of damage, and then goes away. Yeah. Uh, the reason I like having him is when I use him in, in, in uh, Stormheim, I keep thinking, hey, look, it's your god. And he's punching <laughs> you in the face. <laughs> I I called your god to hit you in the face. How does that feel? Okay, feel that's,
2: right that's a good reason.
0: That's pretty Thank good. You know, because I, I don't like. There's just something about the fact that I'm getting hit by Vikings. Where like, that something belongs to Skovald or I'm like, really? Could, could you tell your god that this one right here? Yeah, you you have a chat with him. That's his mace. He's hitting you with Cromir. Yeah, he just yelled that. That's how you know it's Cromir. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna stand over here. For, okay. Yeah. You're so we down.
1: got totally off topic, but there's like. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I- Nighthold is this week.
1: Nighthold this week. And then I know you. your second email here is that Valera is confirmed for Heroes of the Storm. But I feel like we should point out Valera is on the PTR as of today. And there's yeah. a new set of PTR patch notes. And Mitch, I think you're more familiar with Heroes than I am.
2: Yeah. I was actually – that was originally my plan was to have a yeah. PTR showing. But I only have her in tri-mode. I haven't fully purchased her yet. Okay. Um, but yeah, Valera is in and she is awesome. She is a WoW Rogue put into Heroes. She um,
0: yeah, like, seemed very much like Varian was. Where Varian yes. is basically a WoW warrior, and she's she had everything I think of when I think of rogues.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, like she has you know kind of a standard rogue toolkit where she has different abilities inside and outside of stealth. But the the real kicker, like that makes her feel very rogy, is her talent set. She'll have like crippling poison in one tier as an option. Cold blood is in like her final tier option. Mutilate um, is a, another talent option that like changes sinister strike. Um, and you know, these are just a couple standouts, but all in all, like she has a lot of rogue talents that are either existing or used to exist for, you know, classic and she uses
1: combo points. points, correct?
2: She does use combo points as well. Yeah. Also, she has a really fast attack speed. Like, I don't think anyone's ever had a 2.0 base attack speed, um, but she's, she's going to get nerfed for one, like all new heroes usually do. Um, but two, if you like playing rogues and you're kind of into heroes, you're, you're going to like her. Um,
1: You know what Valera reminded me of? What? That I don't have smoke bomb anymore, and that's really irritating. Oh, yeah. It's a subtlety only thing now. Assassination doesn't have it. Outlaw doesn't have it either. And I really hate that. But Valera looks really cool. No, she is. I'm just like, I'm sitting here going, okay, so she gets to have mutilate and smoke bomb? How come I can't do that?
2: Well, yeah. And when I got to Cold Blood, I was like, is that still in the game?
1: It is, I think. I don't know. I think it's I not a, it's not an assassination back. thing.
2: I remember walking around in vanilla with my hands all glowy blue, and I was like, "Oh, this brings back memories." Cold
1: blood, eviscerate, man.
2: Yup. Anyway, yeah. So she's very roguey, um, and a lot of fun, even just in the try mode. Outside of that, the the major changes from the patch notes. Um, Tassadar got a huge rework, which people seem to enjoy. I haven't played Tassadar in a long time, um, but his base attack speed was increased by like. or something but his damage was reduced and it's default now he channels and slows and then a whole bunch of other changes. Anna said he seems more magey now um, which you know should be interesting. Like I said people seem to like it. Rexar also got some changes um, but he's lame. Nobody likes Rexar.
1: Did Rhaegar get some changes? Rexar
2: and Tassadar were the big ones. The other ones were just really minor changes. Okay. I I don't know if Rhaegar got any.
1: I saw somebody talking about Rhaegar and how something got fixed or something and they were really excited. Mm-hmm. I'll check in a sec. But okay.
2: other than that there's so, a sandbox mode.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, tell us about sandbox mode because this sounds fascinating.
2: Let me find the notes real quick because they'll explain it better. But I mean it's essentially kind of like I mean it's, it's sandbox mode. You can pick a map though and like enable cheats and like enable other people to use cheats. Like by default it's just this party leader but
1: so basically, it's like those crazy games you run in Overwatch. Yeah, kind Only in Heroes of the Storm.
2: And I think even more control. Oh, really? Yeah, let me... Okay, I'm pulling them up right now because... it's to, it to be clear, guys,
1: goes, in, in Overwatch, you can make custom games and you can make custom games with certain limitations and stuff in them. So if you want to make a custom game where, I don't know, people don't have to... There's, there's you can have, like, like no cooldowns. Cool downs, no cooldowns, no. Like, it. there's there's crazy stuff that you can do that obviously would never apply in an actual rated match of Overwatch. But you could do it just for funsies, right? That's what's going on here. That's what Sandbox is for heroes, yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, so
2: it says a new version of Cursed Hollow has been added to custom games. So I think it's just the one map. But you can have up to 10 players like a normal match. By default, one player has the cheat menu. However, they can share cheats cheat features a wide variety of options set the game speed to slow slower normal fast faster stuff like that toggle minions enable or disable minion spawns for each team reset the structures toggle the tribute spawning um instantly moves the players to the heroes lo- or heroes camera location players hero to the camera location so you so can like a warp. teleport. yeah exactly reset all of the talents um You can either reset it for just yourself or for everybody. Reset cooldowns can only be used once every five seconds, but, you know, still Uh, set the team level one through 30 toggle infinite mana set damage dealt so you can do from zero to 300 percent of normal damage and then damage taken. Same thing.
1: So it's basically you can can enable God mode if you wanted to. Okay, I want this for World
0: of Warcraft arenas
1: now. (laughs) That'd be weird. I would seriously love
0: to do like custom matches modes. like that in, in yeah. arenas. Yeah. Or yeah. even like, even imagine an Alterac Valley situation where everybody had <sighs> infinite cooldowns. Yeah. You just hit them, you know, so just constantly
2: it, hit them wherever you wanted. That
1: like, sounds like so much fun.
2: When they added the tri mode, this, or I don't know if they added, but they, uh, they've updated the tri mode every now and then, but the try mode it's, you know, single player experience. You had, you can toggle an NPC enemy and an NPC healer. Who's unfortunately Malfurion. He's the worst. Um, But, like, you can set your level and do all that stuff. This is, like, the first time you actually have a full-on map where you can get, you know, 5v5 and have the cheats on it and just have fun with it.
1: And it's just Cursed Hollow right now, right? For now, yeah. Okay.
2: But, yeah, that's fine. I don't know if they'd mentioned that before and it kind of was like, hey, here's a sandbox mode.
1: They'd mentioned it before. Like, they'd mentioned that they were going to release something like that. I want to say that they talked about it at BlizzCon. That's, i can't remember i
2: vaguely remember maybe hearing something but it yeah wasn't, but it was they advertised.
1: didn't have any details or anything it was just something that they had talked about a little bit
2: which is sort of like how the heroes brawl was shown at blizzcon
1: yeah when
2: he 15 and then didn't show up for months this just kind of came out of nowhere oh and there's the um the rooster mounts one of them is yeah ten- the Giggle. lunar rooster yeah the golden version cost gold which isn't too surprising the other one, you have to do 25 race events, so it's a slightly different event than the, like... I forget what it was last year, but it's yeah, the but Lunar the, Festival event, and you have to do it 25 times.
0: The, the rooster mount, I gotta say, um, don't go to the Reddit threads if you want a sober, rational discussion of this mount.
1: Because What's another they're not- name for rooster?
2: Yeah, the, the, He's he'll,
1: really he'll- pretty and jewel-toned, and I like him a lot. And the gold one is okay, but I actually prefer the, the one that's like the jewel-tone colors. I think he's pretty looking. Yeah. He's probably but
0: either way. Just just be aware, people are gonna say things about this mount. Did you the... see
1: they had the in development video and Valera was on that, but some of the other yeah. stuff that was on that, they had um, the fel... Sam- Samuro as a monkey king. Oh, no, the Fell Saber, Samuru. the Fell Saber mount for the Demon Hunters. That's actually coming into Heroes of the Storm, and it looks really good.
2: Yeah, so that's actually part of the Valera bundle. If you wanna, they're doing the thing now where bundles are a hero, a skin, and a mount. Yeah, you can't just do the hero and the skin bundle, which is. Eh. But the mount is cool, but you get that um, with Valera and the Valera skin as part of the bundle. I think usually they're released standalone a couple weeks later, but for now, the only way to get it is through the bundle. But
1: well, and then it the other mount awesome. was just a cloud.
2: Oh, yeah, the, oh, Nimbus, yeah, the cloud Nimbus cloud. So I
1: skin. loved that. Flying <laughs> Nimbus.
0: I thought I was, I was disappointed when, in Mists when they gave you the cloud mount and it isn't really a cloud. Oh, yeah, no, no, It's a disc it's with the cloud. It's a disc. No, no, I like the, disc,
1: the disc. I use that disc constantly no, I
0: like the disc fine but the disc looks like a hero base a so little bit time, yeah every time i see my character on it it's like hey i finally got that figure print i always wanted to get oh no it's just me i don't know it doesn't look like a cloud i, I wanted think, it to
2: look like a cloud
1: i think that the reason that i like it and the reason that i use it so much is number 1 it's great for when you want to take screenshots from first person it's small too yeah and it's also small you can maneuver it but if you're riding it on a female blood elf they do that crouch thing yeah the i know stealth because, crouch oh yeah. I mean and it looks definitely. great it just it visually it looks really good so I that's the one the i use elf.
0: all the time i prefer how it looks on a night elf for one very simple reason the night elf always like looks rocked back on her heels like she's going to hit something oh yeah i don't like the crouch but forsaken is the best forsaken forsaken oh, yeah female. forsaken female is the best in that mount because they look like they're like ah <laughs> what is this thing I'm standing on? Oh, God, I'm going to fall off.
1: It's like the, it's like Grab all those videos of it. people awkwardly trying to maneuver on a Segway. Yeah. If,
0: you ever, if you've ever seen people who decided they were going to teach their pet how to surf, and oh, the dog God. is on the surfboard going, oh, God, what? That's, oh. that's
1: the Forsaken, pretty that's
0: much. That's how the Forsaken stand on that thing. It's, yeah. it's the funniest thing.
1: It's fantastic. It's but, brilliant. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, Valera's on the PTR right now, along with all of that other stuff. And you can check the patch notes. We've got them up on the website, but I think you can also check them on the Heroes of the Storm website, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But check them on our site. Cause
1: we're- Bunch of stuff. Yeah. Bunch of stuff happening all at once to Heroes of the Storm, which is pretty great.
0: All right, well, uh, at this point, I guess we're going to start moving on to emails. Uh, if you have an email for the show, send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com, and please put Blizzard Watch in the subject line. That way we'll know it's for us and not for the other show, because we, we do do two shows that get a lot of emails, so that would be helpful. Uh, usually, and this week as well, Anne reads these for us, because, you know, I have terrible eyes. So, Anne?
1: Okay, um, this email is so long that I'm going to assume that the name at the bottom, Ryan, that is who this is from
0: yeah yes. jagoda i think is his character name
1: okay all right so uh he says first off sorry for emailing three different addresses i didn't know about that but uh yeah podcast <laughs> at com. there's your email address for you uh they have a series i have a series of half lore half speculation questions i was reading a discussion about the various forsaken factions and it got me wondering do the defilers continue their work in Arathi now that What?
2: Spoilers, Trollbane is
1: dead. Oh, okay, Trollbane is (sighs) dead. Okay, people, if you're emailing us with a question, please don't block out the spoiler stuff, because, like, I, it's okay we're supposed to read it aloud you don't have to black it out for us <laughs> i didn't know there was supposed to be text there anyway <laughs> uh do the defilers continue their work in Arathi now that trollbane is dead are the hands of vengeance still active in northern now that the rest of the horde has moved on or did they disband what role do you think the royal apothecary society plays now that Sylvanus is war chief it has been made pretty clear that they're not searching for a cure for the undeath for undead, how do you think old undead that is the ones who broke free from the lich king feel towards new undead the ones raised by valkyr could you s- okay this is like a million questions um so let them
0: like in a piece at a time
1: yeah let's just answer these a piece at a time um and we'll just Today's
2: do podcast, that one email
1: <laughs> today's podcast one email a million questions about forsaken uh okay so the first first question here do the defilers continue their work in Rathy now that trollbane's gone um uh, no no they don't
0: no uh, at the end of the death knight class order hall the defilers were basically n- not there galen trollbane was in charge himself as kind of like he was installed as leader he gone now so the Forsaken are basically just as rocked back on their heels there as everybody. Like, yeah. uh, the Arathia is currently up for grabs. Nobody has it.
1: You know, it'd be great if one Danath Trollbane came back and did something. I'm just saying, it'd be cool. Stromgarde, making a resurgence. Hint, hint. Okay, so uh, next question. Are the Hand of Vengeance still active in Northrend now that the rest of the Horde has moved on, or did they disband?
0: I don't know if they disbanded. Uh, there's no way to know because there's no one that said anything about it, but it's probably fair to assume that the settlements they started are still there and maintained by a skeleton staff. Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> um, but in terms of them, attempt, the Hand of Vengeance doesn't have the purpose they used to have, because the guy they wanted vengeance on is dead. Yeah. So
1: They were just a branch of the Forsaken that was sent north to go ahead and like take the plague up there and bring Arthas down. Well, our Ar- Bring the Lich King down. Lich King's gone. Um, they might still have facilities up there or whatever. But other than that, I think most of them just came back down south. And now they're just forsaken again. Because that's just what happens after wars in certain areas. Um, the stuff, the thing is, is like, okay. When we have an expansion that comes out. And that that expansion has little factions in it. Like, uh, oh gosh, what was the Scenarian one that was in burning crusade the expedition? yeah the Cenarian expedition like stuff like the scenarian Expedi- expedition the hand of vengeance these these little sub factions that come out and the, the offshoots that go up um we could even i think we could even put uh oh gosh i just blanked on the name the ashen yeah. verdict the ashen verdict which was like yeah. the combination of the ebon blade and um
0: the Argent Crusade.
1: They're valid for as long as that expansion goes. And they don't really usually carry on to the next unless they're specifically referenced or mentioned. And if they aren't specifically referenced or mentioned, then we don't know what happened to them.
2: And that, that sort of it, happened like some with, of them, yeah. what the, the Argent, they have too many Argents, but there's the one that... Um, t- the
1: Argent on Argent Crusade?
2: Yeah, is in um, Western Plague Lands now.
1: That's the Argent Dawn. Yeah,
2: that's the Argent Ur- the, Dawn. Yeah, they or the were the Argent
1: Crusade. Are they still the Argent Crusade? Not anymore. Did as they split
2: this expansion?
0: Okay. As of this expansion, they're now all part of the Silver Hand.
1: Okay.
2: Okay, but, but yeah, like so, they were in Wrath of the Lich King, and then you—I mean—because of Cataclysm, you saw stuff happen, uh, but they were like specifically okay, so- moved.
1: Originally, what happened with that one was it was the Argent Dawn back in Vanilla, and then they merged with the Silver Hand to create the Argent Crusade in Wrath. And now, apparently, they've decided to, like, just call themselves the Silver Hand again.
0: Well, when you when your paladin guy takes over, yeah. like,
1: he basically takes over everything uh-huh.
0: and establishes a new Silver Hand that also brings in the uh, Blood Elves, the uh, Tauren, and the Draenei. Okay. Orders. So it's like... The Argent Crusade is kind of like a subgroup. There's people who are still members of that. Like for that matter, there's like Elior Dawnbringer from the, bro- the the Brotherhood of the Light. He's there and he still says Brotherhood of the Light on him. OK, but they're all
1: kind of underneath the silver hand thing. They're the all under that same kind of label now. Uh, it's it's weird. It's like, it's like it's uh, like when a cable company starts buying out. On their... <laughs> it's like
0: a holy cable company. Yes.
1: It's like a holy ca- cable company. Somewhere up at the top, there's a Naru, and they're very wealthy. Okay, uh, how do you think, quote unquote, old undead—that is, the ones that broke free from the Lich King—feel towards the new undead, the ones that were raised by the Valkyr? Uh, from what little we've seen, to process. Can it... I get? I, I want to actually get Mitch to like comment on this. If you've got, do you have any thoughts on this, Mitch? Because you haven't hardly said anything.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was trying to mold this one over because it's. <sighs> Like I don't know necessarily how the whole. I know they broke free from the Lich King, but like the Forsaken seem to have various like uh, effects when they're raised by the Valkyr. Like when the new undead starting zone, uh-huh. new ish, I guess. Um, there's like you know one person who freaks out, one person who's like yeah for the for the Banshee Queen, and then one person who like denies it, which is you know a big story, uh big story. But like I. I think as long as they're on the, all on the same page, they wouldn't. I mean, like if an old undead or a, a new undead one raised by the Valkyrie was like, no, I don't want this. I hate my life. I think, you know, undead in general might kind of look down on that and be like, dude, come on. Sylvanas is awesome. Um, but I think it's more the mindset of the individual. And I don't know if that's shaped so much by old versus new as it is just the individual themselves.
1: I don't. I don't think that there's necessarily any Forsaken sitting on their rocking porch, like pointing out Back going, Back in my, Back day, in my we d- day, we broke free from the Lich King's thrall and we liked it. Didn't get none of this raised uphill, by both the ways here. In the snow.
2: Yeah. yeah. There's, was-
0: um, there's a particular character uh, and he's really old. He's been in the game forever. Uh, he's a, since we are talking about the Argent Crusade, that's what made me think of him. Uh, I can never remember his name because he's just, been around so long that i just think of him as leonard bartholomew that's him uh leonard bartholomew he's uh, up there in uh lights hope he's an undead he's always been a forsaken and he basically walked away from sylvanas he turned he turned and walked away said she's not she's not sane and what what she's selling i don't want any part of so he here you have a very old forsaken one who broke free from the lich king on his own he, he powered his way through that curse just like the rest of them, and he's looked at Sylvanas and said, nope. Whereas it, that's pretty much the, the real thing. That's the, the core of Forsaken Society is they just switched masters. If you look at their society yeah. – they traded the Lich King for Sylvanas. They did it for reasons. Like, you know, she was offering them, you know, hey, we'll, we'll stay together. This is the only place we can be together in the world and we you know, we won't be judged as monsters and we won't be destroyed by outsiders who don't understand. But it's still a situation where they regained their free will, but they had nothing. They didn't have, like... It's not like you get your free will back and get to go back to your life. Your life is gone. Yeah, you're, and that and that you're a corpse. You know, Sylvanas... And, and Boss it's almost...
1: That. It's, she, it's like worse than your life being gone because your life is still there but everybody's moved on without you yeah, and, and it, if you it, try and go back to it they're going to be terrified and disgusted and 100%, appalled 100%. like you mean they're
0: even alive it, yeah it is, you
1: don't yeah. you don't go get get to go be yourself again you're somebody something completely new and what you are is appalling to about 95 mm, percent of Azeroth's population good luck with yeah, that if you look at the Barov's as another example
0: where you have the two Barov brothers, you know, one of them alive and the other forsaken. And they were fighting over who got to be like, you know, like who does the skull belong to? It was really like, dude, neither one of you is going to get this place. Do you not get that this place is completely full of ravening scourge? But you know, the the one Barov would not even accept that his brother was alive because he wasn't, you know, he's, I saw him die. You know, that's the problem that a lot of the forsaken have. Even if, even if they could somehow try to go back, if, if the place that they're from wasn't completely filled with undead, there's not I like, I feel like you know, it's just the, the new ones. The new ones are basically when they're raised by the Valkyrie. they're kind of given a choice there as much as I, I still think there's some mind messery going on here. They're given a choice. And a lot of times if they reject it, they're put down. Like there's they're like, there's,
1: okay, you can be dead again. I, I do feel like though, go, going back to what you said about Leonid, the one who's like really really old and he turned away from sylvanas there are other examples or there were they've been since been taken out of the game um of forsaken that weren't entirely keen on what sylvanas was like they weren't really picking up what she was putting out there as far as that goes and and if you remember back in well i think cataclysm was where it took it out because they replaced it with the uh, plants versus zombies farm but there was um There was this whole series of quests involving Bloodstone out near the ruins of Dalaran. And there was a compound there. And you were sent there to take care of traitorous Forsaken, who had apparently sided with the humans in that area. And one of those humans, if you killed her, you picked up her journal. She had a journal. And if you read through that journal, it talked about how these three Forsaken showed up at their fort. And they were looking for sanctuary, essentially, because Sylvanas was up to something really terrible and they didn't want any part of it. So there's been examples of Forsaken that aren't entirely on board with Sylvanas, um, but I don't think that there's any kind of like class structure within yeah, not, the Forsaken. It's not
0: generational. It, even with the, yeah. the ones who yeah. are still considered Forsaken.
2: But again, it seems more like a, a cultish mindset. Like you're with us or you're against us. Yeah, like and Old or new, it doesn't matter. Just be on our side. Yeah, and Things are going to go smooth for you.
1: That's it. Okay. Uh, the next question. Could you see a splinter group of the same vein as Red Paths but more successful rising up? A splinter group of Forsaken? Maybe. But the thing is, is like as we were saying, those examples, they're few and far between. They, are, they do exist, but the overwhelming majority of Forsaken are thoroughly on Sylvanas' side. And no, I don't think that they turn on her.
2: Yeah. No. And here, here's another thing. Not unless thing. she
1: did something monumentally terrible that well, they didn't yeah. even agree with.
2: And here's another thing, though. Like, if, if they ever turn on Sylvanas, she's the war chief now. And even if she weren't the war chief, she could easily say, Hey, horde, I need help. There's a group. Lie about what they're doing say like oh they're up to no good and then have the horde back hey you remember
1: with that whole battle for the undercity thing we've got part two going on right now can you help me wipe out the majority of my own people thanks
2: yeah and then it's like all right t- taken care of like there's not a whole unless every single person one
0: character one dead there's one or... character out there who could possibly lead a splinter group of forsaken and that character is lillian voss yes yep and she hates forsaken
1: oh absolutely She she, became the thing that she hates the most.
0: And it made her hate it even more. So, yeah, not seeing that happening. And, uh, yeah, okay, there's more questions, but.
1: Okay, uh, question. The skeletal orc in Warspear next to the Apothecary, is that evidence that the Valkyrie can raise non-humans or the Royal Apothecary Society making progress on their own efforts? Um, I don't think that's ever mentioned anywhere, so I don't really have an answer for you. We know that yeah. you can get orc undead, yeah, because the the, the original Death Knights were essentially orc soldiers. I was going to say you buts. can get you can get any undead because look at how many races could be Death Knights. As troll undead, you yeah. know, as,
0: yeah, so but... the, 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 Whether or not the apothecary have figured it out, I mean, the Valkyr, I'm pretty sure could raise anybody they wanted to. Yeah, um, like um, names a De- though, because that was a, the whole thing. No, no, no. It. If you're a Death Knight, um, the Valkyrie were infused by the Lich King's power, but they they did it. It was the Valkyrie who were doing it. It was just the Lich King's power doing it.
2: Yeah, but now that the Lich King's gone, I mean, the whole thing in Silverpine was that, like, oh, they're, you know, they're opting to the take the worgen, worgen are curse immune curse to Yeah, we'll see. I think they may be
0: immune to the plague. When, I don't know. Because the thing is, is that the Valkyrie directly raised people on
2: Fenris Isle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I don't think those were Worgans. There were just humans. But it had. was
0: during them. It was when you were going to the mission and he was offering them the blood. It was a, oh, lordy heck, uh, Eye Patch boy. Crowley when Crowley it was literally to interrupt the meeting where Crowley was offering people his blood so they wouldn't turn into um forsaken. yeah but but when so, the
2: people you're raising those haven't taken the blood yet and then which you get to the
0: people you're raising immediately proclaiming loyalty to Sylvanus when previously they were all sorts of anti sylvanas so that, that's why these, I don't yeah
1: yeah there are implications here and there that some of these bodies that they're raising are almost blindly devoted to sylvanas. like they just aren't too bright some of them, some, some of the Forsaken are smarter than others. And some of these ones that the Valkyr are lifting up from, from death aren't, they just aren't the sharpest tools in the shed. Um, I think it's probably understandable
0: if, you know, you've been wrenched out of death, you might be a little disoriented for a bit.
1: Just a little. But yeah, some of them are phenomenally stupid and they're willing to blindly follow Sylvanas because uh, that's the only thing available to do right now. Somebody just gave me a direction. I guess I'll do that. So... I don't know. There's layers. There's layers of Forsaken. Yeah, but I don't I, I don't think that they view each other as, like, you know, different classes or anything like that. It's just they're all Forsaken. They're all kind of in the same boat. They can't go home again. That's yeah.
2: it. it. I think since he mentioned Royal Apothecary, I think we may have skipped one that said, what is the Royal Apothecary Society's role? Now that it's been clear she's not searching for they're a cure. Still doing,
0: they're still making poison
2: and clay and stuff. But... Yeah, I, They're. I mean... They're not searching for a cure for the undeath. They're searching to make everyone. Plague. Yeah. They
1: they like the plague. They like making the plague happen. Um, They're just doing it kind of secretly now. You know what? I'm going to skip the rest of these questions because we've been talking about this for like almost 20 minutes. (laughs) We have other ones. Sorry, Ryan. But thank you for the questions. There were quite a lot of them. Uh, Our next question is from Thranduil on Alonso's EU. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that name correctly. I hope so. I took a good stab at it. Uh, They said, hello, the Watcher's Disciples. That's an interesting moniker. Thank you. Do you think Blizzard has something against white colored gear? I want my rogue to look like Storm Shadow, but there's barely any white leather. Same with mail and plate. Best wishes, Thranduil. I can't Um,
0: think of any actually played out white plate. Even the alabaster plate set isn't quite white.
1: There's, um... There's some white male gear, but it's only like a few select pieces, and they're not true white. It's kind of like an off-white with some gray shading on them, and I can't remember the name of them. I want to say bone, but I'm not sure. Um, White leather, I think the only white leather is the ghost claw. Is it ghost claw? I think it's ghost claw. Yeah, there's not a lot of white. There's not a lot of flat out white. And I think it a lot of that has to do with just like whites boring. I don't I honestly feel like the white that we have in the game, the most white
0: is
2: in cloth. Yeah, Yeah, there there is like a whole like the Aurora set, I think, is all white.
1: The Aurora set. And then even like the moon cloth gear, it has like blue accents, but the majority of it is white.
2: Yeah. And then there's the priest tier six is it's like white and gold, but it's
1: still it's still the majority of it is white. So, I mean, there is some white cloth gear out there. I think a lot of it, though, just has to do with white isn't the most visually interesting thing to look at in a video game. Most people would rather be looking at colors. Colors are just, you could do more with colors than you could do with flat white. I
2: am a bit surprised that there's not more white plate because the cloth, I can see, you know, there's a lot of holy magic users, like white mage type things. Right. That sort of ties into like plate cloth user, or plate cloth, plate magic users, kind of like paladins. I'm surprised there's not at least like one white plate set, but Yeah. yeah, I mean, visually, it's probably just not something that,
1: it's just Especially not with as
2: blouse v- wow, cartoony style.
1: Uh, yeah, it's just not as visually interesting to look at. And although I'm right there with you, I wish that there was more white leather because I think it'd look pretty cool, but so yeah. far they haven't engineered any that looks good. Even the Ghost Claw, I want to say it's Ghost Claw, that that leather set, it looks like white fur and it's kind of white and gray.
2: I know what one you're talking about.
1: Right, and it doesn't it, it it's okay, but it's not that flat white palette that a lot of people kind of tend to look towards. It's sort of like why they don't have all black gear. You'll notice that there's not all black gear either. There's some robes, there's some cloth out there that's like black robes with colored accents on them.
0: You want black gear. Basically your best bet is plate. Yeah. The more, more yeah. Black, there's more black plate than there is anything it's else. more black plate
1: out there, but black leather, you can't find solid black leather. There's like a couple of pieces and that's this, it.
2: This is going to be a slight tangent, but this makes me, I really, really want them to add dyes to the game. And I think that could have been a better way to make um, yep. milling and inscription
1: yep. you know,
2: more useful. Like It, it has pigments. They, they have pigments in the game already instead of making like tomes the kind of go to thing that people need to get from scribes
1: have that's them the have thing is dyes. if they wanted to get rid of the glyph system okay get rid of the glyph system but to replace it with something of equal value what's it of equal value character customization keep it in that same character customization wheelhouse make them able to make armor dyes similar to what we see out of Diablo the problem with that though is that they have to come up with new color palettes for how many armor sets
0: that's the thing is yeah. you don't
1: necessarily. If you're gonna have
0: dyes, don't necessarily make the dye system as flexible as the Diablo one. Don't make it be able to color everything. Um, we know yeah. there's lots of color skins out there that they that are not accessible to players.
2: Oh, uh, there's a there's like there's, a black and blue version of the priest tier six or like yeah. a. It's so cool, but we. There's can't
0: a get... there's a set that you know Magni wears, not Magni. Uh, Muradin wears in ICC. It's the ICC gear, the warrior set, except it's blue. Oh yeah. And only he gets that. That is it's like Sorfang has a red and a red set, but that's that is the heroic version. You can get that. You can't get the other set. And there's lots of stuff like that. There's Yeah. There's even if the if die just did that, if it just unlocked colors that are already out there but not usable by players, it would be worth it.
1: Yeah. or I don't ima- think there's enough of those in the leather spectrum it,
2: though. Imagine adding to leatherworking, blacksmithing, whatever, like a uh, one set or more that could ha- use dyes. Like, the existing sets in the game can't use dyes, but each profession has a specific cloth set, leather set, mail set, and plate set, or more than one, that can use the die system. Like
1: and a blank would, template.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that would encourage people not only to make the sets, it would also encourage them to make the dyes, and it would, you know, oh, add Oh, man, there'd transmog. be a
1: synergy going on between, exactly. like, crafting and inscription all together. And transmog collectors. Ah. Oh. See, that'd on. be great. Be, I, I
0: see. You say that that would be great, but all I can think of is all the stuff I'd have to do to get these sets. Yeah,
1: I know. So, But that's okay, because that, it's like, it's again, a... the other thing is, it's a gold sink, which I don't, I don't a make lot of people are floating around with a lot of gold, so... I'm,
0: I'm not one of those people. <laughs> so I'm For me, this is around. going to be how...
1: Yeah, it's... I don't know. I think that there are solutions to that. There are solutions that they could look at. The problem is, and this is a problem that it it just it seems like this pervasive thing that happens with every new cool customization toy they introduce. Like they introduced the barbershop, right? So that you could change your hairstyle. That was great, except they only ever came out with that handful of hairstyles and that's it. They haven't given us any new ones since then. And even with the model revamp, we really didn't get any new hairstyles out of the bargain. I think we got like maybe a handful. Um, and that's one of those things where it's like, I would love to be able to give my character like if they stuck that into one of these little tiny patches where they're like okay we're going to do this and this and here here's another couple brawlers guild bosses or whatever oh and here's 10 new hairstyles at the barber shop everybody would be happy with that I don't yeah. know a single person who would be unhappy with with suddenly having more hairstyles to choose from that that's cool people are all for that it's the same thing with transmog, right? They introduce transmogs that you can easily make your gear look like other gear and open up this whole world of customization, but they limit it. They throw in these arbitrary limits like you can you can use all leather except for that one there because we don't think that you should transmog that because it looks silly. It's like, what? Yeah, I
2: really Isn't that hate part those of limits.
1: the point of customization is just making us look like le- let let us look how we want to look. Is if it's silly, okay. It's silly. See, the silly thing doesn't bother me so much as the stuff, like
0: I said, the stuff they introduce, they, they, they don't introduce in the first place. Yeah. Like, something that's bothered me forever is if you ever go to War and you're running War, at one point you get to the room on the way to Vizax and there's a whole bunch of Rikel dudes standing around being like Rikel there. Uh, and they have a two-handed sword that is only available to them. It is a great model. And it has been driving me out of my mind oh, for close to seven years now, because yeah. I every week I
2: see these guys and they have that sword and I can't get it. Wasn't there like a whole set of like data mine models that never actually yes, got used?
0: Exactly. There's like tons of stuff in old war. There were like one handed swords, two handed swords. Um, there was a dagger that like pulsated. There's also I remember
1: stuff. that it looked cool.
0: There's all sorts of stuff that just never made it live. I mean, it, except it did for NPCs. Yeah. NPCs got it. There was one. There was one mace that came in with Alduar that actually turned out to be the Quel'Dalar mace, the one you get if you were a mace user, because you obviously wouldn't get Quel'Dalar because it was a sword. Like your druid could get this pillar mace, and that that was that mace. And everyone. Okay, but like, my point, my point no, is. Point salad.
1: No, dude, no, no. I had I didn't finish my point. My point is. They introduced this transmog system and allowed people to go ahead and, you know, make their gear look like other gear. And so we could go back and all of those old like vanilla models, Burning Crusade, clown suit models, what have you. We could mix and match those and make them look like various sets of clothing. Right. It was perfect. It worked great. And now every subsequent armor set that they've come out with has been bland and boring And there's no variety, like all of the green sets that you run into while you're leveling through an expansion, they all look the same, basically, or it's like, you know, a slight variation on the same model, or it's the same model with just a slightly different color palette. There's no, nothing looks really exciting anymore. Nothing looks like something that I would want to mix and match like the vanilla, you know, you can argue all you want. And I will, I'm right there with you. We all look like just we look like clowns. We look like rejects from the Ringling. Barnum and Bailey. Circus Rejects, right? Throughout Vanilla and throughout Burning Crusade because nothing matched. But then once we got to Wrath of the Lich King, everything got real matchy-matchy where it all blended together. Well, that's great and everything if that's your only choice to wear. But if you've got this like giant customization system, you know what I mean? Give us the clown suits again. It's okay because we can make them work now. We could totally make them work with transmog. And then the other thing that's bothering me is that as a role player, I was used to leveling through Burning Crusade and Wrath of the Lich King. And I'd go through and I'd look at my quest choices, like my reward choices. Sometimes I didn't want the leather gear. Sometimes I wanted the cloth dress because it was really pretty and I wanted to put my character in it. And I didn't care. Oh,
2: you can't have that option now, can you? No, you oh, don't right. get that
1: option anymore because everything that drops for you is specifically for your class. So that's if. Right. Right. So I don't even see any of the cloth anymore. I don't see any of the pretty cloth anymore. I don't get an option for the pretty cloth anymore. And it's kind of frustrating.
2: Yeah. See, as a cloth person, I mean, that's the only set I have. Available. I didn't even think of that. But yeah. Um, Anecdote. I have on the stream open the one boss that I'm talking about with the priest tier 6 that uh-huh. it has that's the color that we can't get and I really like this color set. Um but that also reminded me the
1: Oh, the black and gray. Yeah, I see it. Yeah,
2: the okay. Sargeras raid is supposed to be based off of tier 6 armor sets, kind of reminiscent of that and I'm hoping I'm hoping we get some really cool stuff out of that okay. since we're on the topic of transmog. But, but
1: Rossi, I mean that has to apply to you too. Because it does,
2: because you know
0: they switch, one of the weird things even they did the weapon
1: was, models, there was a wider variety of weapon models back in the earlier
0: well, yeah, but some of them were you know terrible, but yeah, um, but a lot of thing, them
1: were really good, and they were all visually distinct well it's, it's the weird thing about that is that because
0: because of quest stuff here here's an example of something that I don't know if people know about when they put in the wardrobe, one of the things they did was they went through and checked off what quests you'd done now because I had a character who's basically been playing i've one of my characters has been in this game forever He he's my original character and i played him with with race changing and so forth but i played him straight through until i stopped raiding you know hardcore uh you and i raided and i was on that character yeah as a result he's done a ton of quests and the the wardrobe brought in all the stuff that you know all the plate and all the weapons from every quest he'd ever done that he could possibly use which includes daggers and staves and ranged weapons, because I can equip those. So on the one hand, I was thrilled, because I have all this stuff that I didn't even have. I never even got a chance to pick, you know, or didn't pick because, you know, obviously I was going to take the upgrade over, like, the staff I was never going to use. All that stuff went to the wardrobe, and that was great. But then they turned stuff that I'd worn into plate instead of mail.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: And as a result of this, I had the complete green iron set when I was a warrior. And now it's green
1: iron mail. I thought Still they mail. were
0: supposed
2: to have fixed that.
0: No, no, no. The, the green iron mail was always mail, and they left it mail. They didn't change it to plate. So now my warrior can't use it.
1: Oh, my warrior no. cannot
0: transmog to the green iron set. I can transmog some pieces of mail turned into plate. Some pieces didn't, and they it's very it's like based on stats that they can have. But if I had a ton of green mail, green pieces, like as in not not the green color, they were green quality that I had saved. And I'd use them. I'd warn them when I was levels one through forty, because that's you know you know what I mean. Like that's that was the that was my gear until you hit level forty and could turn on plate. You couldn't use you, you you use mail. So I had all that stuff in the bank. And when the system came up, I, now it's useless. And I don't even I can't even like learn it. I've oh, got because it all. it's
2: soulbound because you were using it before. It's
0: all soulbound. It's all in my it's in my bank. I can't learn it. I can't send it to a character who could learn it.
2: someone in chat is saying you can report that as a bug and they'll add another plate version, which might take some time, but you could always try reporting it.
0: I don't think you can do that for the green iron set because they very deliberately didn't turn it to plate. Yeah. You know, that's that's a decision they made. It's not a bug. This is what they decided to leave it male. So uh, what I would like is that they let my hunter use it because I wore all that gear. You know what I mean? It's soul bound. If it's soul bound, I feel like it should be learned.
2: Uh, and I, You they might a, be able to, I don't know, like if you put in a ticket. But, but yeah, made, it, it is an, it is annoying for stuff like that. They
0: very deliberately did a thing where they made like, you know, you can only unlock gear that's the kind of gear that you use. And they, they made it like so
1: hunters start in mail now and warriors start in plate now. Can we talk about how I have Chan's Imperial Robes, which you can't get off of the rare mob that I got them off of back in Burning Crusade? Um, and they're soul bound to me, but they're cloth robes that are soul bound to my rogue, so they won't actually oh. be added to my wardrobe.
0: Yeah, that's, that's kind <laughs> of I'm stuff. Like, no. <laughs> On the one hand, I love the wardrobe because it gave me all three whirlwind weapons, which are the original warrior quest weapons that you can't get.
1: Absolutely, like the wardrobe. Don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking the wardrobe. The wardrobe is great. It just needs work, and I feel like they need they need to figure out: do they want to give us customization or not? because it's like they give us customization to a point and that point always feels arbitrary it's, it's and the, it's frustrating
0: it's a
2: garrison problem yeah.
1: It's frustrating.
0: yeah i understand the concept of not wanting people to look silly but then i go back and look at what i was wearing when i was actually raiding in burning crusade an- no 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 i'm talking when i was in raid gear
1: oh yeah when back in, in, in vanilla, raid gear, vanilla
0: yeah. <laughs> in i wrote, it was yeah.
1: awful <laughs> I had like I had I, I'm not even optimal talking about optimal warrior. Head. No, it wasn't even a tier set, Mitch. Like optimal warrior set back in vanilla. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was a skittle. Yes. Let's just say it. I was
0: walking skittles. I had <laughs> walking a purple, plate skittle. <laughs> I had a purple helmet, red shoulders, a bug chest, a belt that looked like I I you know cinched somebody's like you know Miss America sash around my waist. Uh, my pants were like dayglow, and my boots were pink. <laughs> Uh, and then you strapped on a nice tabard to complete this illusion. It was like tabard, and, yeah. And, and whatever weapon you had, like, was usually like, I had soul for us, so I was swinging a day glow orange hammer around at people. <laughs> I looked like a rave happening to you.
1: He looked like a rave happening to you, and that was the best gear that a warrior could get.
0: Yeah. It was like DPS. you know. Yes. This was this was your DPS set. It was it was like you know you weren't going to wear your tier second. The funny part.
1: Right. The funny part was it wasn't just that it looked like a plate skittle. It was that any warrior worth their salt that wanted to do DPS good DPS had to look like that. Like they yep. there were multiple people who looked like the plate skittle because that was the only.
0: We seriously look like a
1: Power Rangers team. It was awful. (laughs) It's like, Like if if five of you get together, do you make a really big lion?
2: (laughs) Well, well, see, and and this is what made, you know, we're totally on tangents here, but this is what made tier gear stick out so much in vanilla and why people, you know, are like, I want epics to mean something. It's because all the other gear looked like crap. If someone was in tier gear, you knew they were in tier gear because they were the the only person with matching stuff.
1: Yeah, and the funny part now is that with the transmog system, I don't go after tier gear anymore. Like, I don't put tier sets together anymore. I mix and match and make my own stuff out of the various pieces that are available. The reason that people coveted that tier gear back in Vanilla and Burning Crusade is because it was the only thing you could wear that matched and also worked for you.
0: Plus, some of it was just neat
2: looking. Some of it was bad. It
1: looked good. It looked good, and it had great stats. And now you don't need the great stats anymore to look good. You just need templates that look good. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. This was like a big old tangent conversation. I'm sorry, Thranduil. Yeah, and now we have. If it's it's any consolation, if we, if it's any consolation, we agree with you. White leather should be a thing that ha- white plate is that's
2: a- the thing that started this question
1: every you- everything all of these things we think that they should be a thing um yeah we've only got a couple of minutes left but i really 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 want to skip down to this question here because honestly i feel like all three of us have talked about this guy enough on live streams that i i really i just want to like touch on this briefly okay um and this is from methus methus from Ari Peak US My server who says this is a question about what Blizzard should do about Odin. I've been dungeon master in several pen and paper RPGs, and one situation I've faced repeatedly is when players don't respond to NPCs the way I hope they will. Sometimes I create an NPC that in my head is really cool, but something goes wrong usually on my part when I introduce the NPC, and the players don't like the NPC. As a dungeon master, I'm faced with a difficult situation about how to handle that NPC. Blizzard has the same problem with Odin, Blizzard clearly thought Odin was really cool, but the player reaction in my view is that Odin is generally viewed as a jerk, and we all three agree with this, right? He's a jerk. Straight up yeah, total jerk. About Odin. Okay. And a
0: question is being answered.
1: So Mesu says, "So, how do you think Blizzard should handle Odin going forward?" It seems to me that there's three options. Number 1, double down and keep trying to push Odin as a cool character. Number 2, silently drop Odin as a character, see Madan. Number three, roll with the player reaction and make a storyline where Odin realizes he's been a jerk and tries to reform. What do you think?
0: All right. (laughs) I'm going to say things now about Odin. Okay. Odin. I have already compared Odin to the annoying manager at a TJ Maxx who is constantly over my, me, the assistant manager's shoulders, because that's what he does in the warrior class hall. He's just there all the time. Okay,
1: but we don't want to talk about that. No, no, what no. What we no, want uh, to talk about is how can we make Odin acceptable?
0: Here's, here's, the, the, here's my thing on Odin. Everything. The reason that he doesn't work, the reason that we have a problem with him is that if you objectively look at him, he's wrong. There's no way around it. He did a. his daughter, his adoptive daughter came to him and said, Dad, this is a crazy thing you want to do. I really don't think you should do it. And his response to that was to kill her and force her to do it and raise her into uh, into a kind of quasi undead state and make her do it. The thing that she hated and didn't want to do. It's like, did did he not like anybody who's ever had a kid knows that if your kid comes to you and says, I hate this and I don't want to do it and you immediately force them to do it, you are going to have a fight. That's where you're going with this. So there's Odin in a nutshell. How, can Number one, the double down thing, isn't going to work. Never going to get people to like Odin because most players don't even care about the, the, the Helia thing. Most people don't like Odin for one very simple reason. They've all had to prove their worth to Odin 60 freaking times.
1: Mm-hmm. And they're going to have to keep continuing to prove their worth because apparently he just doesn't... He has He has the attention span of a fly... And a, he just you know, doesn't remember every week. You have to go in there
0: and prove your worth. If
1: you want to go kill the other people And yeah. is, course, it, as a
2: warrior too, because yeah. like, yeah.
0: as a warrior, I've, I've had to prove my worth to Odin so many freaking times at this point.
1: I, I feel like the
0: guy should have my name tattooed on his face.
1: You're my champion, but I still need you to prove your worth to me. Yeah. It's,
0: it's very irritating. Um, but there's, so that's right there. That's the reason 95% of the player base don't like him. And then warriors don't like him for a lot of other reasons. And then lore people don't like him for a lot of other reasons. But so one, isn't going to work Two. I don't think they'll, I think they'll basically do to Odin what they do to everybody once the next expansion comes along. And that he just won't really be a presence. Like, I mean, think about it. I'm happy with that. We didn't see War again until just now. Like, the war characters didn't come back. We didn't have Thorim showing up. Well, I
1: see it every week, but that's because I go back. Thorim, my lord. Yeah, my point is... I remember
2: you in
0: the mountains. Every time you do that, I remember uh, that guy from our raid doing that. Oh, In the
2: mountains. Christelle.
0: Cressel yes. would do that every week, yeah. In, but in the boat. But, So I think that's where he's going to go. I think we're going to see number two. Number three, I don't think they'll do, because the idea of Odin displaying that kind of self-awareness kind of makes me giggle. Like yeah. giggles. The idea that Odin would recognize his own... Odin Odin was so up his own butt that when presented by Tyr with the dragon aspects, was like, what are these things going to do that we can't do? Yeah, like, see, um, if, the if whole Odin... reason
1: that the Halls of Valor exists is because he threw a temper tantrum when Tyr dared suggest that anyone but his soldiers could protect Azeroth.
2: Yeah, if, if Odin ever realized he's a jerk, it wouldn't be realizing he's a jerk. It would be, nobody likes me, and then just pouting on his throne. It, he wouldn't reform, he would just pout and be upset about it. Um, honestly, I... I hope they just drop him. If anything, like the the only way I, they could mitigate him in my eyes now is that he just kind of shows up to help you every now and then and just doesn't talk. Like honestly,
0: I'd like him to go out. I'd like him to like, when the legions come into Azeroth, he gets killed. That oh, would be oh yeah fine no. By I,
2: I mean, if if that's how they, you know fade him out, I'd be even happier with Let that. Let him make a heroic sacrifice and but die. I, I don't want him to become... like He's already on Malfurion's level of annoying, and if he sticks around through more expansions, uh, can't do it.
1: Just have him go to the Broken Shores and tangle with the wrong thing, and then we loot him, and he drops something line, really great.
2: protect me. I've proven myself.
1: I've proven myself to myself, who is the only person that I need to prove anything to.
2: I'm great. Seriously,
1: even, even
0: Thorim and... And Hodir didn't like this guy. <laughs> they just came. They came back because he had a magic horn that they had to listen to. Yeah. yeah. If... Thorim. Thorum literally calls him dad. Like he's he, yeah. he's Thorim's dad, but we already know how he is with his kids. Odin That's also. Hell Cal- yes.
2: Yeah. If he doesn't like what you say to him, see shadow priests. He just kills you. Like as, yeah. as a little bonus thing, he'll just kill shadow priests if they say something to piss him off.
1: Yeah, I just. Okay, now
2: I like him a little better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just. I feel like as far as Odin goes, the only way to give us any kind of like satisfaction for the people who don't really care for him is to actually do the thing that I hate that they do where they turn him evil and then we have to kill him because that would be very satisfying to me. It's like, oh, loot, loot the God. Mm, I bet you he's got some good loot. Maybe he's carrying all the white gear that we don't have.
0: (laughs) I'd just be—I'd be totally happy with him going out like uh, Noroshen did, where there's a big fight and he shows up and provides us some buffs, and then he dies. Yeah, you know, I'm
2: totally okay with that. He, I don't—he think... totally wouldn't do that though. That's not in character. I can I see think.
0: him doing it. I can see him doing it because the one thing I will give Odin credit on is that he did beat the Black Empire. Yes. He did set out – You know, he was the guy who stepped up during that fight and led them when nobody else could do it. And it's even mentioned in Chronicle that everybody else was like, we can't possibly win this. And Odin stepped up and said, nope, we're going to win it. So I'll give Odin that. I will give Odin the credit that, I don't know, 50,000 years ago, however, whenever it was, he stepped up and led from
1: Millennia ago, he, since did, then, he did the thing and it was great. Since then, his head has been up his own pocket. Yep. Well – I think that pretty much wraps us up for emails here. Um, I'm sorry we didn't get to more of them. It's okay. We'll carry some over to next week. It's all good. If you send us an email and it didn't get answered, chances are we'll be answering it next week. So just tune in then. Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash watch. And your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast. A better chance at having your question answered on our podcast or the Q and an ads free site experience thank you very much Uh, this has been Blizzard Watch Podcast if
0: you have an email for the podcast please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com again put Blizzard Watch in the title that makes it easier for us to know you're sending it to this podcast Uh, I'm Matt Rossi, I've been the host thank you guys very much Uh, we will be here next week so please tune in then